following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of a bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood-branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups, and they even have Hood-branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all gifts, school, snack, and clothing needs. So next time you're in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Parker Bear, and the name of this podcast, Technology, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. Hey everyone, I'm Parker Bear, and welcome to our new podcast titled Technology. This podcast is where myself and my co-host Dominic Scarpignato discuss the newest technology stories going on in the world and how it affects everyone. Whether it's the new phones coming out or new tech companies releasing a new product, we're here to talk about it. With all that said, let's jump right into it. Welcome, everyone, to the episode three of Technology. I'm your host, Parker Burr, and back with me again is Dominic Sarpignano. How you doing, Dom? Good. How about you, Parker? Good, good. It's been good. Um, good reception for the first two episodes, and it's been good to see the traction getting around the college of just us talking about different stories about tech, and it seems like the fans have been having a good time with it. What about you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been having a great time with it, you know. A uh, bit a little bit busy, you know. Got another hurricane supposedly uh, direct hit us this week. Yeesh. So, we're kind of preparing for that. But other than that, you know, pretty good. Yeah, Florida. I feel like this. I mean, it's common for them to get hurricanes, but this year, like two, almost a double whammy in terms of, and, and especially for you, this time being a direct hit compared to the last one. Yeah, that's hopefully yeah, it'll all be good. It shouldn't be that bad of a hit. Like I, I don't think it's gonna be that high of a cat at least so far as what people are saying, but we'll see and we'll see what happens. It should be interesting, nevertheless, mm-hmm. but kind of sucks because it inflicts with uh, our school. So classes have been set to online uh, for tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, but many professors don't like doing online classes. So many of my classes are canceled. See, that's where you're probably that's saying I'm happy and says like you want to get them over with, but it's like you're not gonna complain about if you don't have classes. <laughs> it's that's the benefit. Uh, yeah, of the, it. but then you yeah, got a hurricane, the, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe throw a few hurricane parties. And never. Know. Yeah, it never hurts. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, getting into it this week, um, guys, we're gonna talk about something that's definitely uh, I'd say really interesting in terms of the future of if you like Twitter. Because the man himself, the owner of Tesla, Elon Musk, um, recently bought Twitter. And let's just say he's got a definitely sparking a new debate about what 
his vision for Twitter is going to be in the future. And it's definitely seems to be interesting for what he said about potentially what he's going to charge for certain things and just where he sees the platform going. And the article I pulled up here um, says Mark's, um, excuse me, Musk sparks debate on content accuracy with new vision for Twitter. And the beginning here talks about it just after he acquired the social media platform. And it's crazy to me, Don, that he spent $44 billion on this deal. Like, to me, that's, I mean, it's it's crazy, but at the same time, he can afford it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you have a net worth of hundreds of billions of dollars, what are you going to do with that money? I mean, it's really hard to spend it, even if you want to. So, buying Twitter for $44 billion, I would say, would ha- has little impact on his life, if any. Oh, the, yeah. the only thing that's changed is the numbers in his bank account. <laughs> Definitely. I think, and again, it looks goes back to where I said about Tesla. Like this, this man's got a lot of money. He, you know, he's one of the most richest people in the world. And like right there with like Jeff Bezos and um, um, oh, what's his name? Creator of Microsoft, um, Bill Gates. Um, so he's got money to spend. Like he can afford this. I'm just curious at this time, like spending $44 billion, to the naked eye, I mean, that seems like pocket change to him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of unfathomable to like, us, like think of that number in your head, $44 billion. I mean, I don't think we can really grasp how much that actually is. The amount of stuff you can buy with $44 billion, that alone would get you like, to like the top 1,000 richest people in the world that sum of money, which is absurd to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's especially with him kind of being the new face of it, this article kind of talks about like people's views of like whatever you view of Elon Musk, you know, how you got to give credit to how successful he's been with Tesla. And, you know, obviously millionaires think highly of themselves and billionaires, I guess, in his case. Um with how much they have and how successful they are. But in this case, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of people on it's a two sides of it and definitely sparked a debate about his changes to Twitter. So he talks about in this article that charging potentially for verification on Twitter and saying that it could cost a different range of eight, like eight plus bucks to just get a blue check mark behind your name but that could be for everyone that wants to get an account and be like verified, say this is I'm the real like popular person here, the authorized person. And it's kind of interesting when it says that kind of now looking at, you know, how you get verified now for people that don't know is like you have to put in basically an application that's I presumably think is free. But now that it's charging and it might be more of a process and a hassle to get it verified online and on twitter it could be elon could just be complicating things more for creators and definitely people that just want to put their content out there for people to enjoy yeah i don't really know exactly why he would do this but i have like somewhat of like an idea of why he is and maybe it's because you know paying a small fee would make it so it's more difficult to make fake verified accounts so that kind of creates that barrier entry into the verified aspect of accounts. So that may be a reason why. I, I'm not saying whether that's good or not, because honestly, I, I would have to do the research into how many fake 
uh, fake verified accounts there are and all that. It, it's definitely interesting, to say the least. We haven't really seen social media platforms do this before. At least I haven't. I don't know about you, Parker. Have you seen any social media platforms do this before? Charge people to get verified accounts? Not in my times. So like I, I know with like so like YouTube, for example, you know, you usually gain verification through your subscriber count. You know, you like the more you have, the more people are gonna notice like Google, like because Google owns YouTube, it's like under that company. And so whenever someone wants to get verified on YouTube with that check mark, it's less of a hassle than what it seems like it's going to be now on Twitter. And I feel like the platform, social media platform that you use, since social media is so diverse and so widespread that people like to intertwine things together to make them work better in cohesion. So like people, if you have a YouTube account and you're verified, you want to basically also be verified on Twitter. So it's like, you're, you know, you're successful. You, you want to be verified. No, this is like the real person. And I think now with this, it's, some people won't probably have an issue with it, but for some, it definitely might be more of a hassle. It's like, why do I have to pay? But previously I didn't have to pay. And I think that's where, in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit unnecessary because I feel like there was no issue with it currently. And I think like it's just overcomplicating the scenario now to just be verified on a, a social media platform. Yeah, it definitely is complicating verification or like being verified. In general, and I can definitely see how it could pose a problem for smaller content creators that are verified on YouTube and that would now have to pay a certain fee to be verified on Twitter. And according to this article, there is no really set price. It just says starts at $8. Am I reading this correctly? Because yes, yes. Charging $8 for a so, after a blue check mark. So are we going to see price discrimination here where like uh, different companies have to pay a different fee or like different type of content creators have to pay a different fee based off of what they do or who they are? Because mm -hmm. I can see how this could turn into a, uh, a problem very quickly. And that problem may even go to the courts. Yeah. Especially if you're in any time, especially in Elon Musk scenario where, you know, the man is a billionaire people are going to be quick to kind of try to kind of like how um Mark Zuckerberg now a completely different scenario like things you know that was data stealing from Facebook like if people had no it was an invasion of privacy but you know it's a man that's also successful and has a lot of money you're kind of put under a microscope and everybody's watching you so with Elon Musk buying Twitter now I feel like a lot of people are going to look under Twitter and Elon more closely because they don't want to be tricked or they want to know what's going on rather than, you know, having something taken under underneath them and not knowing that it could honestly make the platform a lot less safe when you think about it. Yeah, there's definitely more of a microscope underneath him now, but Twi Twitter has been underneath the microscope a lot, uh, mostly from the right, because uh, Twitter seems like it was more left favoring than it was right favoring. So that, that to a lot of uh, conservatives and people to the right and question what was going on. That really makes it so people are already kind of iffy about Twitter. And maybe maybe it's a good thing Elon bought it, maybe not. I mean, I, I've heard, I don't know how accurate this is, but uh, Elon plans on making the uh, policies more transparent mm -hmm. and the reasoning behind banding more transparent. I mean, 
he says he plans on make uh, at least according to his article that he plans on having a uh, more diverse team analyzing tweets and managing Twitter just so you get all the uh, different viewpoints on the spectrum. So mm -hmm. it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, maybe Twitter will go up, maybe Twitter will go down from here. It's hard to say, but Elon definitely has some interesting plans in store for this. It seems like, I mean, that, that, uh, cost for that verification blue check mark is unorthodox. And I think we're going to see some interesting things play out. And that's, this is the first time I'm hearing about this today. Uh, but Elon's always been more of a, uh, interesting man to say the least, where he kind of does things in an un unorthodox fashion. I mean, Think about electric cars. I mean, Tesla was kind of like the uh, one of the first. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were questioning electric cars and their capabilities based off of how far they can go in the charging stations. He set up an entire system for that. And it was, it was ingenious, don't get me wrong, but it was different to how things usually went. So maybe we're going to see the same thing happen in social media, where we're going to see a different way of approaching problems and approaching new ideas. So it's hard to say, though, but I think we could definitely see that happen here. Yeah, I think that and you're going back to your point, like, like with me, I don't really, I'll be honest, like with the polit excuse me, politics side of it, like I you see it here and there. And the thing about Twitter, I'll say before even Elon buying it is that even if you put out like a tweet or if you're like a well-known figure in the world, obviously there's going to be, you know, two sides to every story, you know, people are going to, you know, agree with you or disagree. And I feel like, especially now with some a little bit more clarification, I do think it can be better kind of to not be, I want to say as toxic as an environment can be sometimes with social media, because people can choose to use social media in a right way, or they can choose to abuse it. And I feel like Twitter is a very, you walk a fine line where smart people will, you know, they'll think before they tweet something and they'll obviously put more like thought into, you know, is this, you know, care into what they're going to tweet out into the world for everyone to see. And some people obviously sometimes just go on Twitter to, you know, gain traction. And I understand it, you know, to who's their own, you know, it, it it's, it's how it is. It's just, but Elon seems to be with him, kind of narrowing down and kind of having specialized people look at certain things. I think it honestly is better for everyone because it, it makes it like fairer because everyone can at least still have a voice, which they deserve to, but it can be done in a fair way. We're almost like you don't have to be not necessarily attacking people, which unfortunately some people do, but just a way of expressing your, you know, saying what you feel but not having to deal with a lot of the ridicule or just kind of even people just being rude, you know, hate, hate tweets and things like that. But that's part, you know, that's just part of it. Yeah. It seems like uh, from a lot of what I've seen with Elon, it seems like what he's going for is freedom of speech. So that seems like his main goal, you know, that trying to censor as minimum as like minimum as possible. And a lot of people are questioning, uh, how he wants uh, Twitter to be accurate source of information if you're going to let people do this. But there's, like you said, multiple sides to a story. So maybe that's what he means by the most accurate uh, social media platform for information because it, it gives all aspects, which, yes, 
does front the uh, possibility of more misinformation. But we, we just have to see it. We have to see what happens, what plays out, and exactly how this is going to affect everybody. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be interesting to see because we haven't really seen this with social media platforms, at least not to this scale or the scale of Facebook or Twitter, which is now doing this because it's not any new rule. But it, it's definitely going to be an interesting thing to see play out. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what, Elon has a score with this. I mean, could be wrong. It could be uh, good. It could be bad. But I, I'm. I think we're going to see a combination of the two, and this is going to be kind of a new way for people to see what to do with social media and what not to do with social media. At least from the owning uh, perspective or ruling perspective of these social media platforms. So I, I'm sure he's going to get. Well, I'm not sure, but. It's definitely possible he's going to get some things wrong. He's probably going to get some things right. And we're we're definitely going to learn a little bit about what to do, what does work, and what doesn't work in this case with Elon. Because he he does like pushing for, uh, boundaries a good a bit. Not necessarily uh, good or bad boundaries, just boundaries in general. Like, like again, the uh, electric cars example. That was the boundary of pushing electric cars compared to gas cars. So, and we saw that it succeeded to a certain degree. And we might see something similar play out here uh, with Twitter, with uh, the use of tweeting and kind of keeping it a little bit more open, a little bit less constrained with what is and what isn't allowed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, like you said, it can, there's probably going to be, you know, pros and cons to it. I don't expect, you know, everything Elon does to be, you know, go well. I got to think that it's, there's some things are going to work and some things aren't going to work. You kind of have to test it though, in the moment, just really see, you know, how are people going to react? You know, kind of going back to what I said with the blue check mark, you know, verification. I think like right now, I think people are obviously, they, they have a right to be, you know, frustrated if they're like a person that makes content or, you know, a popular figure in society that, you know, they want to be verified. And I think, you know, once kind of like when something's new, you're not used to it, but once it kind of give it time, it'll get better. And I think that over time, people will learn to get along with, you know, more with what's available. You know, they'll, they won't, they won't be as frustrated as they are now once uh, kind of time heals, you know, everything that they're frustrated about right now. Yeah. That's, that's something with people in general is when you uh, present, people like a large group of people a new way of things it, it's human nature to get a little bit of resistance towards that idea so with the factor that in when we're considering these uh, new ideas and we don't really know if it's a good change or a bad change until the change actually occurs and sometimes we don't even know how good or bad a change that is until many years later so it is definitely scary for a lot of people to see this these changes because they are uh drastic in some sense for many a little bit less drastic to others but all still change and change can be scary to people so that, that's definitely something to factor into what's going on with twitter yeah and a quote here from us he said twitter needs to become by far the most accurate source of information about the world that's our mission must said on saturday and I think that again, there's 
hey, that statement there obviously is him being optimistic about you know what he you know he's basically buying and buying Twitter. So obviously he's going to be you know praising what you know he thinks that sh- the future should be for the platform. And I think he has a point. I I always think you're never like even with him buying it, you're still going to have misinformation spread out there. You you can never foolproof it. But you can definitely try to limit less of, you know, what's, you know, true and what's not with how you monitor the platform itself. Yeah, you also characterize what he means by information, too. Like, information can be things such as people's opinions. People's opinions are information. I think when he said that, that's what he means. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it it sounds like when he says uh, most reliable for information, he means all viewpoints are heard. At least I think that's what he means by that. And because opinions are information people's opinions are valuable in either a positive or a negative fashion or even neutral so it's definitely a form of information and to really uh to really have a society uh capable of working finally together you do need a uh, you do need to be able to share ideas without too much hate from the ideas so I think that's what he's striving for when he says that. It's hard to say, though, because I'm not Elon. I can't really know exactly what's going through his mind. But that that's what I think is going through his mind. Yeah, and through my personal experiences on Twitter, you know, me having a Twitter account, just using the platform, I'd say it's I've seen, you know, both sides. You know, I see people out there that, you know, definitely are trying to stir up, you know, a mess online. You know, they want, you know, basically causing controversy about things and you know and then i see people that actually you know just use the platform for for you know what it should be you know just you know solid tweets and you know just doing good for the world and i think that again in our our time being younger you know we've seen you know this platform take off in the last like decade because a decade you know 10 years ago this platform was just starting out. It was, you know, growing, but now to the level it's at, it's it's unmeasurable compared to where it was 10 years ago and where it is now and kind of where the future goes and like how much more, I guess, of a necessity it is in some people's lives since they rely on it so much. Yeah, that, that's the thing with technology is it's always changing. And, you know, you not many people, if any, were really thinking about uh, this is the way the world was going like 30 years ago. So, we're, we're always having changes in life. Who knows? Maybe Twitter or like just these type of platforms in general will be uh, almost not used in a few years. We never know. I mean, it looks like they're going to keep being used, these platforms such as Twitter. But it's hard to say what's in the future of information cause, and technology because it's always changing. So it's definitely hard to predict what will happen in the future. But we can have somewhat of a uh general prediction yeah it, it again it's like you never know what the future is going to hold and i think elon's being optimistic for a good reason obviously you, this platform is you know it's a it's a big deal it's been around for a while now and i think it deserves to stay i think you know you always want to try to evolve and innovate what you already what's already out there you know sometimes people say if it ain't broke don't fix it and i agree with that and I think that with Twitter, it isn't broken, but there's definitely some refinements that could be made here and there to make the platform better as a whole. And I feel like with Elon, when he's, you know, he talks a little bit more in the article saying that, you know, 
with his takeover, you know, the people that were, you know, there, you know, who had lost jobs and asked, they, they were being asked to return. Like, it's interesting because like the original owner maybe didn't treat them fairly. And I question, and I'm also curious how Elon, you know, owning that and kind of more being in a, like a, I don't say managerial role, but like running that, you know, platform, how he would be more as like a, the boss to his employees, like how he would treat them. And I think that, from this article, it sounds like he would be a little bit more fair. Yeah, uh, it definitely seems that way to me, at least. It's hard to say, though. I mean, it's only been in uh, control of Twitter for a little while. I'm definitely interested to see how he runs the company and Twitter itself. I went, I think it's fascinating uh, what he plans on doing. I'm definitely curious to see what changes do and don't work and his idea of new changes. I mean, I, I haven't really thought about it, like making it so you have to pay for a verification. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea. I don't know yet. We have to see. Maybe, maybe there's another reason for that. We just don't know. But it's an interesting idea to say the least. And it's, Elon is just an interesting guy. I mean, he definitely has different ideas than most but that's also what makes him so good at what he does he is willing to put in the effort to drive his ideas home like it takes a unique person to be able to change the direction of a certain industry I i'm not necessarily saying that we are completely going electric right now for cars but it, we definitely he has shifted the industry at least to some degree over there he is responsible to some degree for that. And it's a substantial degree that not many people are capable of changing. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, like like I said, like with this platform, like, you know, you want to continue to try to innovate. And I think, in my opinion, I think this is, I'm, fi I'm fine with this move. Again, I, I quite honestly, like paying as much attention to Elon, I don't pay much really attention at all, but I find this interesting just because, you know, a lot of, people use this platform and it's a, a well-known name is now associated with it that it's going to perk everyone's ears up that are you know that use it on the daily and i feel like like you said you know somebody that's successful is that and can like push that you know his electric car industry for example you know it's successful you know definitely still like looking toward the future it isn't like you know right here right now but definitely gotten a good start um and I think with Twitter, like, you know, there'll be changes, you know, coming, I bet. And, but people, I think will learn over time to make adjustments to it. And, you know, the people that don't like it, you know, they'll, they'll find something else. It, again, it's, it's some people I feel like make, are going to be obviously frustrated and they're not going to, you know, they won't like it, but sometimes it is what it is. But to me, I definitely think it's, it's, I'm interested to see where it goes and someone new in charge I'm I'm curious to see what like good and bad can come from this, in in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, and it, it definitely will be interesting to say the least. Uh, what will happen with Twitter, even if it, all of Elon's ideas fail, we as society <laughs> will learn what not to do or what to do with these platforms. So Elon's kind of testing the waters a little bit with this. Uh, with uh, Twitter, innovation requires testing some waters to some degree, and somebody's got to do it. 
And it's definitely going to be interesting. Like I said, I mean, definitely looking forward to it. The good and the bad, because with bad, you can always learn for every step, even steps backwards, give people an idea of what to do and what not. So it's definitely going to be interesting. And it's definitely going to be a learning experience for everybody in America. And frankly, everybody in the world. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, it definitely something to look and look. I would say forward to, but definitely something to keep keep your eye on and just pay attention to. Because, in a sense, like I said, use Twitter. It just you know changes will be coming, but I think in the end it'll all be okay. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for being here on this episode of Technology. We had a good time discussing the new technology news this week, and we hope you did too. We will see you in the next one. Take care.